0: Fade you, yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah na 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 nah, nah, nah. This is fade you, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah. Fade you. Fade Hello to all our dads out there and our moms. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Fade You Podcast. This is our college football preview. We're recording on Wednesday, September. 29th, 2021. Thanks for listening. Remember, we're doing three shows a week now. We have our Monday weekend recap, our Wednesday college football preview, and our Friday NFL preview. So, if you're listening, make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at Fade You Sports, and help us continue to grow the show. Uh, my name is Matthew James. I have Kmart with me. I have Neil the Bucket Boy with me. I have Chris Duke with me. <laughs> You guys excited for some college football?
0: Yeah, this
3: is a great this is a great college football weekend. Like I don't whether you're betting it or not. I mean, there are some really good matchups this weekend.
2: I don't want to steal anybody's thunder if they have a play, but I feel like we have to start with Bama and Ole Miss. Uh, is that anybody's play that they were going to go over anyway? And if so, let's just let's just start with the
3: the banger of the week. So no play for me on that game with the exception of the over, which if you didn't bet it like Sunday night, Monday morning, when the lines came out, like you've missed a whole touchdown almost worth of value. So wow. I I booked it right when it opened um, at 74 and a half is what I have it. I'm looking at an eight, at an even 80 right now. And, like, I think this is just going to continue probably to, to steam upwards. Wow, that, that's wild that it's moved. So, wait,
2: Neil, what did it open at?
3: I had 74 and a half, though. I think I saw someone on Twitter said they caught, like, 73.
2: Oh, my God. That's wild. Uh, Kyle, did you have any thoughts on this game?
0: Uh, your your uh, boy, Lane. My boy Lane, uh, I mean, is as inclined as I am to take those points, I would probably still lean um laying them. Just I, I think they're gonna just be outmatched. Um well, I think it's what it, well, no, this one's 14 and a half. I think the Georgia one's what 18. So both of those, I think God, I, I, I lean. Laying them in these, I just think it's going to be a lot of square dogs coming in because, because of obviously like the top twenty, top fifteen matchups going on. Whatever the hell they're ranked now, I don't honestly pay much attention to it. But Alabama's just in a different class once again. Uh, Georgia, I think is is right there. So I think we're 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 probably looking at the two teams that are going to be playing in January.
2: Chris, I had texted you about this one earlier asking you if it smelled a little bit, that it seems like people can't wait to take the points with Ole Miss. You have Matt Corral is like the Heisman favorite now. And Lane is returning to Tuscaloosa to take on Saban. And there's a lot of hype here, but the line is still not going to move under 14. Did you have some thoughts on this one? What do you think Dennis will weigh in on?
1: Yeah. I hope I can go pick up some money from him uh, this week so he can, be ready to fire away I'm surprised you shied away on Monday night but uh yeah man the Ole Miss people can't get enough of them some rebels and uh that trendy quarterback I think he's a Heisman uh, favorite now um you know Ole Miss has been just destroying uh, their their Is just fuck man they run a play it's like you, if you're not watching it live your phone's just gonna be uh, you're gonna be behind you're gonna see that they just got a ball back in the next Thirty seconds later, they scored six. It's unbelievable. Uh, I don't. I know that Arkansas and Ole Miss seem to be a little trendy. Everyone sees how Ark destroyed Texas and uh, beat up on Texas A&M and uh, Jerry's World uh, last week. So I think both those dogs are getting the money. It'll be interesting to see which one covers. I'd say I'd lean towards Bama covers and maybe Arky uh, after freaking Georgia just won sixty-two to nothing. Everyone's going to think they're just going to roll over the hog. so we shall see it's gonna be like neil said just a great great saturday slate
2: nothing would be more den than firing that over right before the game after it's moved a whole seven to eight points right and getting the very worst of the number so look forward to to something like that
3: i do think that, same with with that, that i think the interesting one with that is you know we, we i think we talked to the last college pod right about like Bama's stats just in the first half how like their game stats you know or their second half is you know they really let up and but their first half coverage percentage is great I think and I am sort of leading on like Bama in the first half which is only minus eight and I think we talked about how sometimes you have these spreads like that's you know Bama minus 42 but you have to lay 28 points in the first half where this one is sort of middled, where it's, you know, you're leaning over, you're laying over a touchdown when the line's 14 and a half for the game. But I think Bama first half, I, I, I think Ole Miss might be a little shell-shocked when they first come in and Bama, I could see them, you know, they're just going to do what Bama does, which is probably just that first half, just run everything down your throat. Chris, what were you going to say? It's same as what?
1: Yeah, I mean, Den, too, he might take a bad line on Ole Miss. He might, if it's trendy, you know, he could have got 17 and a half, 16 and a half. Now he's waits till 14. But, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, who the heck is Ole Miss really played, you know? I mean, Louisville, Austin, PA, Tulane. I mean, this might be a little uh, gut punch here when they go to Tuscaloosa.
2: little step up there in competition, to say the least. All right, let's get some picks. Uh Kmar, you start. What are you looking at?
0: Yeah, so tomorrow I, I got on it early. I got Miami minus four. Saw that line went up to six. I think it's gone back down to five and a half. Um, I'll probably just, I, I think I'm going to kind of cross over a lot of what I'm going to talk about. I'm also doing Maryland plus three and a half on Friday. And a lot of that just goes into the Thursday, Friday games. Uh, a lot of home teams, it's just always smarter to play them uh, on a short week but my, my big cap play is on Maryland, just Iowa. You know, I know they're ranked fifth in the nation, but you know, they haven't really played a top tier offense. Maryland's like top 20 in the nation. So I don't think they've seen anything quite like that yet. Uh, Miami, you know, they have a injured quarterback uh, forget what their freshman's name is it in my notes Tyler Van Dyke is replacing, or he did replace to Eric King last week. I assume that's the same this week, like what I saw. Um, ACC, it's kind of, it can be kind of a coin flip. Uh, Definitely like I got the minus four over the five and a half. But, um, you know, if you can get that at five, I'd still, uh, I'd still take it.
2: Chris, I know you were wanting to talk about Iowa, Maryland as well. You think it's a little smelly that, a top five team is laying such a short number on the road. And, uh, you know, the public is going to just see the short number and fire.
1: Yeah, for sure. These these are the ones where uh, especially um, is a Thursday game or or
0: this one's the Friday Friday. Friday,
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, these are the ones you just hold your nose because, you know, uh, you know, Den likes to bet those these Island games on Thursdays and Fridays when there's only two of them to choose from and She's Iowa laying only you know three in the hook, and so you just pray Maryland can. Uh, well, they're four and zero by them uh, on their own. It's just I just Den's not going to play it. Um, I like Kmart's angle. Um, I think they actually you know played Colorado State played played Iowa toe to toe for a while there, and uh, we're going to probably need um, Maryland come Friday. So it's a little smelly. People look at that number. They love to bet the number instead of looking at it objectively. So go Terps.
2: Looks like the hooks are gone. Uh, That's pretty much three all across. I'm still seeing three and a half at FanDuel for people who can bet that. But yeah, that, that may be three. Interested to see if there's any buyback on Iowa at three, but keep an eye on that one. So Kmart, you like Miami, you like Maryland. Did you have, was, were you just kind of eyeing those two, anything for Saturday?
0: Yeah, Saturday probably my favorite play is Arizona State plus three and a half over UCLA. Um, I think this game would probably be more of a pick em if Arizona State would have beat BYU. I know I had BYU in that game, but you know, still could have beat them by three for the cover. Um, just like what I've seen out of Herm Edwards, uh, I think the jury's still out on UCLA for me anyway. I'm not the biggest fan of Chip Kelly. Maybe that's because he drove my Niners into the ground, but Arizona State, very stout defense up front. Jaden Daniels is looking like a top three NFL quarterback prospect for the draft. They got enough weapons on offense, replacing, uh, you know, they had to kill Harry. I know he hasn't done much. Brandon Ayuk, you know, the past couple seasons. So they're starting to get talent and it's starting to show off. Uh, People, kids are coming to play for ASU. And I think it's going to be a, A fun game to watch, and I think that line is just a little too steep.
2: Neil, do you think uh, people are still riding the good vibes and, and the hype and the positive buzz on UCLA? I mean, I see a little bit of a public lean on the Bruins here and could just be people are still maybe overrating UCLA off of some earlier wins and probably underrating the fighting Herm Edwards
3: you know, I, I think the public, absolutely, Matt. But I think if you look at this line, I think it's saying, you know, sort of the same point of like that Iowa line. Why is, you know, a, a number 20 UCLA team, you know, only laying three, three and a half when, you know, home field should be account for, you know, most of that in college football. So I think, you know, I same handicap. I would say that it's sort of a smelly a smelly line in that one that they that they shouldn't be. I like Kyle's handicap with that one. I, you know, I I would lean Herm Edwards, I think, also. And um no S-word bet on that one, Kmart. There you
0: Woo-hoo.
2: go. <laughs> Kmart, is that it from you?
0: Yeah, for now. I'm sure okay. I'll send a send a, a big slate again, you know, probably three to five Saturday morning. I got there a little go. too greedy last uh Last Saturday going 5-5 five and five and getting bailed out by Chris Duke with uh, that Arizona plus 29. So, you uh, for helping me win money on Saturday, Chris.
1: Neil, oh, yeah.
2: We'd love we to see
1: Poop finish strong on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah the, the Poop report was good last week. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show, so look forward to that. Neil, let's throw it over to you. What are you looking at?
3: Yeah. So, uh, play play number one, and this this is will be a, a pause until they announce. But um, Auburn goes into LSU. LSU is a three and a half point favorite. Now, Auburn has not announced who their starting quarterback is, but I have said on a previous pod when Auburn was going into Penn State, I hate Bo Nix if he has to go on the road to a you know to to a big name school. Um, he got pulled after the, you know, in that Georgia state game, that was miserable performance by Auburn. Um, they were lucky to come away, uh, you know, off a block point. You know, they got a block point punt and, you know, took it at the end. But I mean, he got pulled. They haven't announced a starting quarterback yet. If Bo Nix plays and this line, doesn't move. I will lay the three and a half, um, with LSU all day long. So I think keep an eye on that one, uh, depending on who they start. Um, the other one that I looked at, and so to kind of get off like the – the, the this, this will be a more of a square play. I'm worried I'm going to be on Den's side on this one because it's kind of a public fave. But I, I hear my handicap real quick. So Texas is going to TCU, and Texas is laying six. Um, it's going to be the fav, the fave play. But, you know, TCU just lost at home by eight points – to SMU. Right. And then they've only, their other win was that they, you know, they beat Cal by two points. Texas has had a change in offense, right. They got off of Hudson card who, you know, started their first two games had that really bad loss um, against Arkansas that they were, they couldn't do anything on, you know, he was replaced at the end of that game um, by Casey Thompson and Casey Thompson has done nothing but just obliterate people, you know, ever since. And I know, you know, he had a game, I think it was like Duquesne that he, that they beat the crap out of, but they put up a 70 spot last week, right. He's, you know, he's completing passes at 78% so far, you know, after they, he's come in, like there's just been a fundamental change to this Texas team. Um, It sort of correlates really well with the over, but I don't have a problem taking the public team laying less than a touchdown going on the road Chris, go ahead. Call me. Call me square as fuck. I get it. I get. I get it. But I'm okay with it. <laughs>
1: For this one, I'm okay with it. But all right. Just, just just know after that performance and how good Texas was to Den last week, you know he'll come back and fire them again. <laughs> and I will say, sometime
3: in college, so far, I think when Den and I are on square sides together, him, him and I are on fire. <laughs> Famous last (laughs) words.
0: We'll say Texas. Ninety-four percent of bets. So that's um, that's insane.
2: Extremely lopsided action, Chris. I would be shocked out of my shorts right now if you don't say, "Give me the Horned Frogs."
1: No, they just lost to SMU. Perfect. Give me it, baby. It's a field goal game all day.
2: So we, we can't wait to. See, I mean, Neil, to that does have "den" written all over it. So, congrats, Absolutely. you are dead,
3: But sometimes you just got to pull your cock out and stick with, with your original. <laughs> hey, I'm
1: gonna go. I'm gonna go to hour right now and get a shot of tequila and send it to you for that Louisville. Uh, since you got oh, you boy. went away with that, that scum didn't prevail for me and Kmart, and then I'll raise you one more s word on the horn frogs and then longhorns, baby i love oh,
2: it there you that's go and then chris let on the lsu game real quick you i think you were probably going to say that that smells right that's that's your classic home unranked laying points to a ranked team so you're probably on the tigers there
1: yeah yeah i mean uh, Ellis, regardless Yeah. Of, regardless of who's starting i'm down to take that yeah it's a system play um you know, similar to that, of the Maryland, you know, yeah, they're not ranked, but when anything smelly where that's a very, very small home dog, when the team's unranked, going against a ranked team or their favorite, just like AR, it worked yet yeah, last week, uh, Oklahoma State. Everyone thought, how is K-State getting this many points? Oklahoma State ends up covering.
2: Uh, Neil, did you have one more? Anything else?
3: Uh, no, two others that I'm just sort of looking at. I think, I don't know if we're going to talk about this later, but it's, it's go along the lines of our smelly plays. Like I think we all know, and I'll, I'll, I'll risk an S word here. If Den is not on Michigan, the ranked team catching points going to Wisconsin who looks awful. And, you know, Den probably Den was on Notre Dame. So he just loved that play last week. Like we're all going to be on Wisconsin, right? That line Smells to high heaven, also, um and I am honestly considering uh, ba- I'm backing off and actually taking FSU maybe to go get their first win this week and covering the four that they're that they're laying against Syracuse. Oh
1: wow! I was looking at that wow. too, Neil. Wow. Well, let's. I, let's I,
3: I, on a, that's a good segue. Let's do I'm this. Yeah, this is the spot for for the old Seminoles
2: those are definitely both in the smelly line report. So we'll let's take our break right now real fast and we'll come back with, with those two specifically. And then there's a little bit more too. So we'll, we'll come right back and and we'll talk about uh, the Michigan game. And then the the Florida state game. Okay. So before the break, Neil brought up the Michigan game, Dennis, Chris, a hundred thousand percent. He'll be on Michigan. Uh, You have, for the <laughs> this is like the we gotta tweet the gif out with this one, the guy on the toilet. Wisconsin <laughs> is now unranked after getting their ass beat by Notre Dame. All the dens won on that. And they're going up against number fourteen Michigan. The public is all on Michigan. You know that Team Fade Den was talking in our group text about every fucking time we're on Wisconsin, they kill us. I mean, this is this is disgusting.
1: I don't know how back-to-back weeks in Vegas or whoever offshore, whoever the fuck's making these lines, make these badgers that are complete and utter scum on the offense and can't pick up a third down if their life depended on it, and they make them a favorite again against a fucking Michigan team that is rolling right now, and a lot of people think they're they're legit. Um, it'd be better if uh, Wisconsin had a ranking because. Uh, I don't know if anybody uh, knows how well Harbaugh does against ranked teams, The last time I checked, it's worse than Den's NFL style <laughs> lifetime. So, um, has never beat Urban Meyer. <laughs> Ohio State owns them, but yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hold my nose. We're gonna be on the Badgers again, and it's gonna hurt. I'm gonna probably have to drink away my misery on Saturday, but that's fine.
2: And then the other one. I mean you go from from scum to just absolute diarrhea florida state oh and four laying points at home to syracuse who just beat liberty you got 80 plus percent of the tickets on the orange i mean chris hold your nose take a shot and pray if you're on the seminoles
1: oh man i mean we love these spots this is similar to you know fresno state after beating ucla uh you know, Oregon uh, after the Ohio State win looked bad against Arizona. So we love these letdown spots. And this is just, I don't know what's a bigger letdown spot than uh, coming off a big, big home win as an underdog against a good Liberty team. And now you got to go on the road and battle, a, you know, a seminal team that uh, everyone thinks is down and out, and they are. But uh, Vegas, like we always talk about, is trust the line, be a good line smeller. I mean, if you can smell, you know that. Uh, They're basically daring you to take the orange here.
2: Neil, is that pretty much it? Is it just, is it like Chris said, where you just look at the line and you have to trust that the line is the line for a reason? Like there's no rational way anyone could lay points with this Florida state team. Right. And so is that why it becomes
3: the right play here? I think so, right? And I mean, you don't even have to look at and actually have, have watched the games to, know, to just see like how do you have an O and four team, you know, laying anything against a Syracuse team that's that's three and one. Um, you know, no one's no one's going to be on FSU or on Florida State in this game, and I think that's for me, that's what what makes me like it. And I think you know, I I sweated that louisville fsu game last week i didn't think i was going to have to you know louisville jumped up 31 points in the first half um you know i thought i was going to walk to an easy win i almost i mean i almost texted the group to send me an s word at halftime um and louisville didn't score again you know the rest of the game so that they didn't lay down you know FSU didn't lay over, you know, they came out, they were the ones who were scoring, fighting. Um, you know, I, I like what I saw at the end of the game for Florida State, and I think that, you know, this may just be the right the right game to get themselves back on track because, like you like said, no one should – Florida State, you would think, shouldn't be laying points to anybody. So we've
2: covered most of the smelly line report. We do want to just say that the ones that we sniffed out did go two and one last week. Uh, Sparty didn't cover we had mentioned Nebraska there Uh, Oklahoma State did cover versus barely ranked Kansas that was more of a smelly fave and then uh, Louisville did cover like Neil said against that scum down there in Tallahassee so we did talk about the Florida State just now we talked about the Wisconsin Michigan game earlier before the break we touched on Iowa Maryland Uh, we touched on LSU Auburn and then the last one for the smelly line here Chris how about Cincinnati They're number seven. They're off their bye. They're laying points at number nine, Notre Dame, who have made people a lot of money so far this season, just killed Wisconsin. Of course, the public, 65% on the Irish. What do you think here of Cincinnati laying points in this matchup?
1: Does that smell? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, Cincinnati's a great school. You know, everyone's going to think that they, you know, Based off the score, they dominated Indiana. They really were down fourteen nothing, and and uh, had a couple mistakes. I think Indiana's best defender went out, so um, they that was an ugly win. But uh, since he's legit, uh, everyone's saying, "Oh, if they get past this Notre Dame team, they could you know win out and maybe be get in the playoff." But uh, who knows? based off all the their their resume, um, you know, the committee's a piece of shit. But I think so. I think it's like everyone looks and goes, "What?" Same thing with with last week, right? Why is why is Notre Dame catching five and a half, six and a half points at a neutral field? You telling me you're going to make uh, Wisconsin minus three in in South Bend? I mean, it's just so you know. Sometimes you look at it, and uh, I think Dan. I mean, Dan, we we mentioned it last week on the pod. He's been on Notre Dame every time this year, every week. So I'm sure he'll just fire him again because they've won and covered the last two games for him. Okay,
2: Mart, I want your take on that one. You got no love for the Irish. Cincinnati is that darling team that everybody wants to see maybe crash the college football playoff and get in over some of these teams that we see make it every year.
0: Man, I love think? Cincinnati. <laughs> Nick Van Exel went to Cincinnati, so I've always had a strong place for that college in my heart. But Nikki, I mean, ex- Nick the Quick, explain this to me. The Irish 4-0 line open minus 3, Cincinnati 2 and 0, line's gone down to obviously plus 2 for Notre Dame. So I mean that's that's really what's a kind of what the f to me. Um, I can't lie, I'm going to the SC Notre Dame game with my buddy Jesus. I kind of want to see Notre Dame undefeated and SC to pull their heads out of their butts to ruin their perfect season, but this <laughs> this game has big implications for Cincinnati. It, it's huge because just with the restructuring, with Fickle, if if they lose this game, it it says. I mean, I think Fickle's going to see if they lose this game. So there's just a lot of things at play. Um, but yeah, I th- I I think the play is Cincinnati minus two. Um, you know, all the dens of the world. Even even when I first saw the line, I was like Notre Dame. And then I was like, chill, chill, bro. Um, so yeah, I think it's Cincinnati or no play on this one.
2: You're not feeling Anthony Lynn there for SC?
0: Yeah, there's no way. That's, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember the Rooney rule in the NFL, but that's exactly what that is right
2: there. Oh, man. All right, well, let's get to let's get to some poop. Let's make people have to take a shower after these last five minutes here. So, poop did well last week.
1: Chris Duke, you want to say it? You want to tell everybody bet poop? Bet poop. Sometimes it's poopy, but sometimes it cashes. So the ones we
2: talked about last week, now we did mention the sec cupcake game with Bama. They actually did cover that and Ohio state covered against Akron too. So that was kind of just tacked on to the end, but the poop we discussed went three and two, Uh, the two losers got absolutely shat on Vanderbilt lost 62 to nothing. UMass lost by 50, but Hey, UConn only lost by two. And then Kmart, you mentioned it earlier that, poopy wildcat team in arizona somehow covered against oregon and then chris our, our our dad joe was all over unlv covering against fresno state we didn't think fresno would have a little scare there uh but that was just wire to wire
1: yeah that was the easiest one i think they took a they take a 14 nothing lead in that i one. think so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and, then and then i, I live fresno like minus six yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, we did. I think Joe and I were watching it and we did too. And we were really scared. Like, and I think he got four and a half and I got five and a half and I was like, fuck, they're not going to do that. They got a garbage one to go up by seven or something like that. So, or eight, but yeah. Uh, so that was a really successful game for us taking them both ways. Um, yeah. It was good to see UNLV again. And we mentioned it, mentioned if there was ever a flat spot, um, you know, after Fresno getting a huge outright win um, on the road in UCLA um, not necessarily a look ahead because they play Hawaii and Hawaii's not too good uh, either. But uh, we'll see how well this Fresno team can keep playing.
2: Well, we got a five pack of poop here for the end of the show. Let's let's start with UNLV. They're zero four. They fucking suck. They're off that hard fought game against Fresno, and they are at UTSA, who is four and zero. And I got seventy five percent of tickets laying the twenty one. Does UNLV have anything left in the tank here, Chris, to cover another three touchdown spread? Oh my
1: God. I thought that you were going to say 28 and a half. 21 seems light. What do you want? Oh, oh man, you have to be absolutely beside yourself to take <laughs> the rebels.
2: <laughs> oh God. Good luck. I mean, man, if they if they can hang in two weeks in a row, then that's off to them. Here's a here's a regular. Op- a regularly appearing team on the poop report. (laughs) Kansas is catching 34 at Iowa state who just lost to Baylor. You know, they're pissed off. You know, they want to just kick somebody's face in
1: rock chalk, Chris 34. This is the, a team that you, since Charlie Weiss left, you've, let's check that the last like 10, 15 years, how bad their ROI is, the Kansas Jayhawk football team. Man, you just hold your nose. And I hate it when they're on like a Thursday night game like they were against Coastal Carolina because you know Den's fading them and we're going to be on that poop. So we'll see.
2: Now these next two, I I can't even believe the action on these. So uh, another frequently appearing team is UMass. And they're at home versus Toledo. They're catching twenty-seven points, and the public is yeah. I mean, of course, no one no one wants UMass. So twenty-seven against Mac team Toledo. Who's okay? I mean the Toledo. Can,
1: yeah, can, hung the minute, in can the minute can the minute
2: men hang in, Chris?
1: Oh man, you'd probably have to give me thirty something, but. I, I, I probably I'm going to go and do like small little since they went three and two last week. I'm going to go and uh, book all these just because, like you said, what is it like 70, 80 percent of the money on Toledo?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. 73 <laughs> <laughs> percent. Of course.
2: And uh, th- this this one's wild. So New Mexico State just I mean, their own moms and dads probably think they suck. They're one and four. They're absolute trash. They're getting 27 and a half at San Jose State. Chris, the public is taking the points with New Mexico State. No way. Catching four touchdowns. A little bit of a lean on New Mexico State. Can you, I mean, are they walking into a a slaughterhouse here? San Jose State going to beat them by four scores?
1: That's something you don't hear often. The uh, the old Lobos of New Mexico State uh, getting some public love.
2: <laughs> oh, unreal. And this next one, the grand finale. Poop versus poop. I couldn't even believe it when I saw that this game was a matchup this week. We got UConn. We've talked a lot about UConn in this segment. Oh, They're wow. going to Vanderbilt. They're going to play against each other. Oh, yeah.
1: And they're
2: Vandy ca- is laying 14. 14, 14 and a half with the public on Vandy. The Huskies tried really hard last week. They almost did it. Now they're catching two touchdowns against absolute scum. Who do you take
1: in the showdown between scum versus scum? I'm – oh, man. I'll, I'll go ahead and even though – God, you had – how do you not take the team that just lost by 60-plus points the week before, especially – and they're playing a team that almost won outright as a 31-point – oh, man. This this says take Vandy for sure, but uh, uh, at least thank God Den's not going to bet this game because – then I don't have to pick. I think
2: I buried the lead. The question should have been, how much do you have to hate yourself to bet this game?
1: <laughs> it's pretty much uh, – The same as last week, right, with, like, Falcons and Giants type shit, like, just yeah, both scum.
2: I mean, it's always the same teams. It's always UMass. It's always Kansas. It's always UConn and Vandy, and just for two of them to play each other, what a – we'll have to celebrate and and toast to the poop this week when those guys play each other. My God.
1: Hey, Matt, how about a toast to the Bowling Green, 31-point fucking – they're usually on the poop report. They won outright, man. They're 4-0 against the spread, and they're looking – not as poopy as usual.
2: Well, they're catching 16 and a half this week against Kent State. So see if Bowling oh, Green can can do it again. All right, guys, good stuff. Uh, Kyle talked about Miami, Maryland, ASU. Neal's, he's waiting for a quarterback announcement in LSU. Niels decided that he wants to ride with Dennis on Texas. Good luck with that. <laughs> and then we also mentioned Wisconsin and Florida State in the Smelly Line report. So uh, good show. Good stuff. Look for uh, look for Kmart and Neil to maybe tweet out some more plays on Saturday morning. Uh, and thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back on Friday with our NFL Week Four preview. And Chris, just remind everybody what happens if you bet on scum like Florida State or UConn.
1: It might get a little dirty. might get a little poopy out there. Thank you. Yeah! 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 This is beige.